You are listening to On Air with JT. You are listening to On Air with JT. Pop culture, news, rants, interviews, serious discussions that the mainstream media won't talk about, and so much more. This is On Air with JT. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com. You are listening to On Air with JT. What's going on, everybody? You are listening or watching a brand new episode of On Air with JT. It is the season debut of season 14. Can't believe we're at season 14. This is fucking crazy. Uh, We have my co-host on the phone, Madeline Marquez. What's up, Maddie? Hey, how you doing? Doing good, man. Happy to be here again. Hell yeah. What's up, David? What's going on, man? Nah, just another day, another day in paradise, right? Yeah. <laughs> man, fucking, I can't believe we're at, this is season fourteen. It's fucking crazy, and uh, you know, if you guys have been listening, you know, I, I talked a lot about how season fourteen is going to be much different than season thirteen and, and prior seasons. Um, there's just been a lot going on, so I haven't been able to fully prepare uh, for today's show. Um, so we're just going to go with the flow, and within the next couple of shows, you're going to see a significant difference in, in terms of just the show, quality, segments, things we talk about, uh, just you know all the above. Um, but just know that you know there's a lot of things in the works. I literally put in about 19, 20 hours of work yesterday, and I'm going to have to do the same thing today. Um, which is fucking crazy. I don't know. I mean, that's, that's, that's the thing, you know, uh, people don't understand that, you know, there was an article that came out that said, um, people, uh, produce the, the best amount of work if they work five hours a day. And I don't fucking agree with that. And the thing is, if you are, uh, an entrepreneur, uh, singer, an actor, or anyone that's just trying to get to that next level and and outwork their competition, you can't work six, eight hour days. You got to put in 16 hours, 18 hours plus a day. I mean, think about it like this, you know, so say your competition are are putting in eight hours a day. Let's say they're, they're doing 40 to 50 hours a week. Now, I'm doing 100 plus hours a week. So I will achieve what they achieved in a year in two to three months. And it's, it's not an easy thing to do because you're fucking, it, it, you're putting your blood, sweat, and tears into this. And, and it, it's, you're putting all of your energy into it. Um, but if you really want to get to that next level and, and outwork your competition, you have to put in double, triple the amount of work ethic in, in, in time into whatever that might be if you really want to see changes happen, especially, you know, changes happen very quickly. It's not going to, it might not happen overnight, but you will see a significant 
increase on productivity and results if you really, really go hard with it. And I know it's not an easy thing to do to be like, damn, I got to do 18 hours of this shit a day. I know because, you know, people got a lot of things going on. They got families, jobs, things like that. But um, for me personally, you know, this is what I do. This is what I, I have to do. Um, I chose to go into podcasting and acting in the entertainment industry. And in order to really be successful, you have to outwork your competition. And it, it's uh, I like it. You know, I'm not complaining, but it's a lot of work. People don't understand uh, how much work that goes into this and what I'm doing right now, even at this level, you know, sometimes it might, I'm, it may, it might look a little, you know, easy from the outsider's perspective that watches my videos and clips or reels or listens to the podcast, but you have no idea how, how much work that goes on behind the scenes, especially when it's just me doing all of this. I mean, now I'm grateful that we have, you know, Madeline to, you know, be a co-host on the show, um, which will definitely help, but it's a lot of work. I mean, I'm literally, literally, you know, I got to set up everything and I got to, you know, do the show, make sure that, you know, the camera's on point, it's rolling, the microphone, audio's all set. I got to monitor all that while doing the podcast. And most of you guys know that, you know, for the most part of the show, it's, it's improv. So I don't have a script. I don't have notes. I don't have things that I really am going to talk about it. I, I just go off the top of my head and I just let it kind of flow. Cause I feel like, you know, me personally, I just feel like it, it's more authentic and genuine because it's just, it, 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 there's no pre agendas or whatever you want to call it, you know, um, it's just more organic to me. And I just feel like it's more authentic and I hopefully, hopefully it, it comes off that way to, to you guys that listen um but, for me it comes off authentic for sure well, well i appreciate that yeah it's, it's not yeah. an easy thing to do but um yeah i i still can't believe season 14 like shit <laughs> damn it's fucking crazy but uh yeah um we have an exclusive interview with lead singer zach barnett of american authors today um, so and it's, it's, it, this is a law of attraction at its finest again, manifest, you know, manifesting things. It's because, you know, we've been, you know, I've been talking to him and his, his management, you know, for a few weeks now. And it just happened to be that, you know, the date that they could do the interview was the day that is the debut of season 14. So, you know, it worked out, uh, to say the least. Um, so that's cool. So we're going to have, you know, obviously this episode as, you know, the, the debut first episode of season 14, plus we're going to have an additional interview with Zach Barnett of American authors. And if you don't know who they are, I mean, you probably heard their biggest song, um, best day of my life. Um, and also believer. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just, um, really, really excited about that interview. And we have so many more interviews in, in the works and I'm just really excited um, to be honest, um, we're going to take a quick commercial break and, uh, yeah, we'll be back. You're listening to on air with JT. Welcome back to on air with JT. I do apologize about that. 
Um, again, if you are interested in advertising or promoting your business, your brand, your product, your service, whatever it might be on this podcast and all of my social media platforms, feel free to send me an email at onairwithjt.com. The rates are going up, like I've been saying, but we will work with you know your budget, especially if there is a good you know partnership that can benefit both of us and not only both of us, but it will help our fans and listeners. Um, so again, if you're interested in advertising, email me at onairwithjt.com. And of course, this podcast can be listened to on major streaming platforms such as Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Um, I do know that the majority of the people that listen to this show listen on the Apple Podcast app, the purple podcast app on your iPhone and if you do and if you uh, like the show and are a fan or a supporter or even a hater um, I, I would greatly appreciate it if you could go and type in on here with JT you're going to click on that scroll all the way down and there's going to be an option to rate the show uh, one, one, out, one out of five stars uh, I'm not asking you to rate it a five if you don't think it is. Uh, give it, give me your, give us your honest opinion, uh, negative or positive criticism, things that you would like to see, things that you would like to, the show to be improved, whatever it might be. Um, I, I would greatly appreciate that. Um, and of course, you can just go to onairwithjt.com. You can follow me on Instagram at Justin Thomas Insta. That's J U S T I N T H O M A S I N S T A. You could follow the show at onairwithjt on Instagram as well. YouTube, onairwithjt. If you do have a YouTube account, I would greatly appreciate it if you could please subscribe to that. Um, and obviously hit that uh, notification ring bell so you'll be st you'll stay up to date with all my latest content. Um, and Facebook is Justin Thomas, Snapchat Justin Thomas SC, TikTok Justin Thomas TikTok, Twitter on air with JT. All of that is accessible um, at onairwithjt.com. Uh, Maddie, where can people follow you? Uh, you can follow me at uh, Facebook. It's just Madeline Haley Marquez, uh, M-A-D-A-L-I-N-H-A-L-E-Y-M-A-R-Q-E-Z. And then it's uh, Madeline with two N's underscore uh, Haley, H-A-L-E-Y. And on YouTube, it's Lazy Eye 16. And on TikTok, it is Lazy Eye. Okay, cool. Yeah, definitely follow Maddie. She puts out really good content. You gotta follow yes. her. If, if you follow, and haters me, are welcome too. Like like JT said, you know, if you want to hate, you can feel free to do that. It's it's for everything. You can like it, dislike it. That's fine. Exactly. Exactly. Ah man, what's the weather like in Florida right now? It's kind of hot. Ah, fucking that. The sun is. I'm I'm in Daytona Beach right now, and I'm looking at the beach. And the sun is blaring down on me. One of the most trashiest fucking cities in the fucking yeah, world. Yeah, I think I stepped on a needle. No, I'm just kidding. Uh -huh. um, Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> no, I know. I, I went to a cheerleading competition out here. And, like, right down the street from the cheerleading before, competition. Before you moved to Florida? Like, when you were younger? No, I oh. actually... Well, yeah, I actually was here for a cheerleading competition. But that was for my sister. She was doing it. Um, okay. when I was like nine, but I'm talking about when I was older, actually, David went with me to my, uh, niece's cheerleading competition in Daytona beach. And because before that she was in Orlando for summit or was that, I, I don't know. I don't know how it goes. Cause I'm not like a cheer mom or anything like that, but <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing needles then, but I lived here. I, I moved to Palm coast 
2017, and then I moved Damn, back. Damn, has New- it been that long? No, because I moved back to New Jersey. No, no, but I, you moved to the Palm Coast in 2017. Damn, it's been yeah. Fuck, yep. five years, <laughs> three, six years ago. Crazy, right? What the fuck? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yep. And I, I know, I, I know you obviously, you know, you guys went back to, you know, Jersey and Philly, but um, wow. Yeah. I that I, that went by fast. Yeah, it really did. I mean, there's a whole four-year-old now. I, I know. Mean, if you don't know me and David, uh, we make reels on social media, and uh, he has, he and I have a daughter in common, and uh, she's four. She's so adorable. It's so, it's so surreal every day. Yeah. Like it really is, because I can wake up and be like. Holy shit! Like I have a fu- I have I have a four year old daughter, and it's like damn! Like like just yesterday, I I can remember like what I was doing, you know, before I was a mom. Mm. You know, it feels like it feels like no time went by. And and I don't know if that's that, if that's the BPD or what, but it still when, feels like that. And when times get rough, I know you you guys like to f- play Haley's song. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> which is which is one of my favorite Eminem songs of all time. Yeah, Eminem is, is. Sorry, I think I lost you there for a second. No, but you're uh, fine. Eminem is is awesome. I always loved him. Like I really always loved him. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of his new stuff because it's just like, like we get it. We we get it, dude. You can rap. Like you, we it's too it's too lyrical. Like it's too much. We get it. You're, you're you're very. We get it, dude. You're a rap genius. Um, but I like I li- I personally just like Eminem's old shit. Like I mean, his first. I mean, his first. You know, major album, the Eminem show in 2002, which was like the first album that I ever bought. Well, my mom bought me it, and um, yeah, I mean that that that's his best album. I mean, I don't think anyone can really disagree with that. What's that album? With, with the with the uh, airplane, what's that one called again? Oh, that that was the remix. Cover, that was cover. the re, that was the remix. Oh, oh, the air. Oh, you talking about airplanes with Haley Williams and Bob or the album? No, no, no. The album, oh, was the, it, is it, is it Kamikaze cover. or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. That that was a good album. Yeah, it was it was, okay. it was okay. It was okay. I just personally, I, me personally, I I just like Eminem's older stuff. That that's just me. I feel that. I definitely feel that. I couldn't tell you one song of his that's like current. You know, I just know the old stuff too, pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's fucking crazy. Uh, I mean, he's fun to watch in like movies too. It's not just the music. Marshall, Marshall well, well, did you did you hear what really did you hear what just happened? So, two no. things: Fifty Cent is starting a new TV show. And it's gonna be about eight mile, but it's gonna be a TV series with Eminem in it, which is gonna be fucking. That's gonna be that's gonna be fucking crazy. Shout out to Fifty. And then I don't know if you heard this. This is just fucking mind boggling. And I know Eminem's worth you know three four hundred million dollars, but he turned down nine million dollars to perform at the World Cup for like an so maybe like an an hour performance. He turned down so an hour of work. He turned down a nine million dollar check. Like I can't even imagine being in that position where I'm like, nah, I, I, I'm good. Like what? Oh. One hour of work for nine million dollars? Such a luxury to be able to turn that down. Like what? I I can't even fathom that. 
And even when I do get that kind of money, I'm still going to, I'll still take that money. You're like, what? Yeah, I mean, even if you don't need it, like you could have done it and then, and then give it, it, give it to a charity or, or, or something, you know. I mean, that's what I would do at least, but I don't know. Uh, it, it's just crazy. Um, so what, what's going on with you guys? What, what's on your, what's on your mind? Uh, we're just, you know, living life. We're actually, you know, doing, uh, DoorDash right now. <laughs> like we always do. The struggle know, is, the struggle is real, man. I remember my right. days, I remember my days doing Lyft and Uber, uh, like in 2016, 2017, 2018. And that was when it's re- when it was really at its like peak, you know, uh, that struggle was real, especially, you know, and I know you haven't been to Boston, but to David knows, you know, when you're a Lyft driver, an Uber driver, and you got to drive through downtown Boston, that is not an easy fucking job. The way the, oh, yeah. the, the way the roads are the, the way the roads are designed, one ways it, it it's a fucking nightmare. Talk about anxiety at at its peak. <laughs> but I mean, I would make like three hundred bucks in like eight hours, nine hours. That's that's amazing. Yeah. I don't even think it's like that anymore. Unless no, it's, it's not. Like no, it's not. Everything has changed. That that's yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean that that struggle is real. So anyone that that does Uber. Lyft, DoorDash, Grubhub, whatever, you know, respect to you because that, that grind is real. And I know that from firsthand experience. Yeah, not only that, it's like wear and tear on your car. Yeah, so exa- that- exactly. <laughs> but a lot of people don't know, a lot of people don't know, you know, that you, you know, because obviously as a Lyft driver or Uber driver or whatever, you know, you're a independent contractor so it's a 1099 tax form so basically they don't take out the taxes so at the end of the year you have to you know file your taxes and then pay the money that you know was not taken out of your 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 checks essentially but people don't understand that there are so many different things that you can go around that to minimize what you have to pay back and and essentially basically not not only break even but actually make a profit to it to a certain extent and one way is that the irs uh, allows uh every mile that you drive uh it's it was like 54 cents it, it, it might be like 56 cents now but it, I, i'm not 100 percent sure but every mile like 55 cent 55 cents um, is deducted from from what you're making. So, you know, if you're driving all these miles, that adds up very quickly. And so let's say you made $200 in a day, but let's say the taxes was, you know, let's just say 60 or, you know, 70. You know, with you, just with the miles alone, that'll bring it down where you uh, at least half. And then, you know, every time you get gas, you can you save those receipts. That is uh, uh, an expense for your business. Every time that you do maintenance, that's an expense. Uh, people don't understand that you can use like these expenses and use them as tax write offs with being an uh, independent contractor, 1099. And and actually not fuck yourself, but a lot of people don't know that, and they fuck themselves, wow. and, and then at the end of the year they, they owe ten twenty grand. I have to tell my my brothers that because they both do DoorDash and Uber and Lyft and whatnot in New Jersey and Philadelphia and stuff like that. So I don't even know if they know that. Um, da- download download the, the <laughs> download the Stride app, I believe it's called. 
S T R I D E. And basically, you can type in everything, all your expenses, and it, you can also there's a an option where you like hit like record, and then once you start driving, it tracks the miles and it, it shows you how much like you're saving and oh, everything wow. like that. So I would highly recommend everyone that's listening, you guys too, to download the Stride app. Yeah, that's definitely a good idea. I'm about to download it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, you'll you'll save a lot of money, and um, you know, I don't want to say too much, but. Uh, there's people, not me, not you guys, but there are people that uh, exaggerate a little bit or say that one expense was for something related to that business, but it really wasn't. So there's, there's different loop, loopholes and things that you can get around to, you know, uh, not having to pay that much in taxes. <laughs> it's like you get audited this year just for saying that yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> i'm not recommending that I, i'm just saying that 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 it, it's a flaw in the system um and, and that it is what it is i mean people do, you know, billionaires do it all the time um mm, millionaires great. do it all the time i mean even you know not, not even millionaires but that's that's besides the point hey, look, at, look at what happened to the chrisley's I know, and he's a fucking. I, I don't know that. I don't know that much about him. I, to be honest, I only knew about him just with all the shit that came out. But he's such an idiot. The fact that he said he declared bankruptcy, and then in his show, he's bragging on TV I, no, that I, he I, that I, that he spent three hundred k on designer clothes in a year, and then you're you're declaring bankruptcy, dude. You're a fucking fraud. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> You're a piece of know, shit, love, and, and you and you look weird as fuck, and you look we, he, he looks like a pedophile. Yo, his oh daughter, God! His daughter said he's not gonna. His daughter said she's not gonna have get married or have any kids while there's her parents are locked up. So have yeah, you have you, have you guys have you guys seen this show? Have you guys seen this or? I, I've seen a little bit of it. I don't really only watch because that, of me because I watch it like religiously. So what's it? What, what's it essentially about? Um, just like, you know, them being rich and Southern and, uh, like divas, you know what I mean? Really? That's, it's really funny though, too. But were they, were they self-made or did they come into money? You know, I actually, I don't, I think that they have been, uh, you know, had money like just down the line, like old white money. Old money. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I think. Shocker. Right. So like cuz the grandma is like a big part of the show and she's she's hilarious because mm-hmm. you know she's just old and like outlandish and southern. So I don't know if that says enough old rich southern and doesn't care about what she says. Where, where do um, they live? Georgia? Is it is it Georgia? Yeah. Is it Georgia or Alabama? I think they're from Alabama. It's one, of, it's one one of those southern states. Yeah, I, I just I just love it because I always watched it for like a long time, like ever since it came out. I think it's it's really a guilty pleasure. And now that I'm saying this on a podcast, everyone knows that I like the Kardashians and the Chrisleys. But I mean, he is stupid for doing that and and gloating. But do you ever think like sometimes you know how reality TV shows are a little scripted? They're all so they're, just, they're Maddie. Yeah, they're they're all you need to understand this. I know this. This is a fact. All reality shows 
are a hundred percent scripted. These people, the people that you see that are star, you know, stars of these reality shows, they have a little small microphone or a little, uh, not a microphone, yeah. an ear. They have an earpiece in their ear with it's very small, and they have the producer or director telling them, "Okay, this is gonna happen. I need you to do this with this reaction. I need you to get upset at this person. I need you to do this." Like. People, people don't understand how like, scripted reality TV is. It's not, yeah, like, it's not well, real. It's not real. It's all, it's all fake. It's all right. fake. It's all fake. Whether you want to, whether whether you want to believe that or not, you know, you're you're just in denial if you don't believe that. But <laughs> am I saying that the people on the show are sometimes genuine and really authentic? No, but the basis of the show. In reality TV, it's scripted. Right. Yep. Love the hip hop is scripted. It's yeah. all scripted. It's bro, Jersey Shore was scripted. Oh, I know. They're all they're all scripted. Oh, you can tell that one's scripted. You want to know something? That, that's like the worst one. You want to know a funny story, JT? What? You know the guy that owns the t the t-shirt shop? Yeah. You know I met him at Razzles. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I did. That's uh, weird. That's weird that you, that's weird that you would meet him. In Florida, rather than when you were living in Jersey, it is weird because it, it was right. Actually, when I met him, it's like right around the time I think the show was almost over with. I think that's when I saw him. Was yeah. he was he cool? Yeah, he was cool. The girl he was with was, the, was on his on his dick hard. Well, no shit, like, oh, no, no shit. I mean, that's that's what happens. She when you, like, that's what happens like when jealous. you. That's what happens yeah. when you get on television and and and. You, you're, you know, you 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 she make it. She was like jealous that I came up to him and said hi and shit. Like I don't know. That was weird. Like, that's weird. It'll be one. It'll be it's one weird. thing. It'll be one thing if a if a woman came up and said that, but the fact that yeah, you she did. Was weird, it, man. That's fucking weird. I don't know if you. Uh, this is a really cool story. So you know She's who? Probably you, from Jersey. Yeah, probably. You uh, <laughs> you guys know. Weird, you guys know gym class heroes, Travi McCoy. Yeah. They had, you know, obviously their most popular song, Cupid's Chokehold. Take a look at my girlfriend. That's Tiger's cousin. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, long story short, um, I came across this, uh, you know, video, and it's about a woman talking about her experience at Warp Tour. And this was just like when Gym Class Heroes was like in their prime. And I don't know if you guys know, but Travi McCoy dated Katy Perry. And Katy Perry was not super 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 famous at that at that moment at that warp oh, tour yeah. so this late this girl was a fan and just wanted to take a picture with travi mccoy and obviously um the lady the girl did not know who the lady was next to travi who, who was fucking katie perry and you know she, she, they asked for a picture um katie took the picture of of them and then and then in a very sarcastic way she said Oh, you're not. You don't want to take a picture with me. Oh my god! Like gosh. what are you? Like shut the fuck up! Like you. Oh god! I mean. Like what? It, it just sucks that like it it has to be that way with the famous people, like. And this was bef this was before she really like made it. People get so full of themselves. It's crazy. Yeah. And then they wonder why they can't like, I don't know, keep a man. Yeah, definitely. I mean, <laughs> it, it's it's weird because there's a, there's a, there's a big line in difference in between being like full of yourself and confident 
and a lot of people don't understand the difference. And then, uh, then there's some people that can't comprehend someone just being confident, overly confident versus cocky. Because uh, you know, I I get called cocky or full of myself a lot. But that, that I'm if you guys know me and you guys know me, I'm fucking one of the most humble people. Yeah. Uh, like I, I I at least I think I am. I mean. Uh, I, I'm, I'm I'm not full of myself. I mean, I I I just that, I mean that's another thing we we're talking about with Kanye. It's just like we're both visionaries, and uh, you know, I obviously do not condone and what he's saying with the anti-Semitic shit. It's totally not okay, but like it, it's it's just crazy because when when you are a, a real visionary, you know you you know stuff, you know. You, you see what will happen. You, you have this vision, and you, you know that it will become a reality, but the masses in the world don't know it or don't see it until it actually becomes a fucking thing. And then that leads to where I, I've said before, people will not support you until it's popular to support you. Yeah, that's so true. I, you know, and I, I, I hate that it has to be that way. Like I said, you know, the other day with that, the world is just so, like, if you're not doing it or someone's not liking your picture or status or real, then the other person won't do it if it's not cool to. Like, I just now started getting, like, likes on stuff. Like, before, I'd get, like, maybe, like, one or, like, up to, like, six. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, that was a good one. And now, like, I'll get, like, without even having to promote, like, I got, like, 300 on one. And that was, like, the happiest day of my life because it never happened before. And that's not a lot. But... It's going up there. Like, my numbers are, are really, really good right now. Like, I have more on Instagram than I ever have. So, it really doesn't matter, like, who supports you. Exactly. It just matters if you get support. Exactly. You know? And it's crazy because I'm, I'm clearly shadow banned on Facebook because I don't get any, I, I barely get any likes. But, um, you know, yeah. my, my biggest platform is obviously Instagram. But um, one thing I got to say, last night I got a comment on, you know, I, I have a video on my Instagram where I, I talk, I, I basically just say, you know, you know, if you ever feel suicidal and you have no one to talk to, that I'm here for you. And this this guy commented and said, oh, hell nah, not with your pale ass face what like like racist and i and i I replied back i i I, I replied back i'm like hey man i feel really bad for you that you have so much hate inside of you uh like i'll pray for you and and he he was an african-american guy and like little does he know all of my friends are black i don't even have one i don't even have literally one white friend yeah (laughs) like people are so fucking and i know that now you know not everyone is racist, but like it's just sad to see that. And I'm a white male, and I'm getting and I, and and this is and that that's racism. So I can only imagine, I can't imagine how it feels to be a black man in this country. Um, but you know, when people say that racism is just one sided, that, that that's not always true, because I, yeah. I, I've you know I'm 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 the furthest thing away from you know racist or something and i thank my mom you know for 
when growing up, you know, showing me and teaching me that, you know, everyone is the same and you, ne- you don't treat another person another way because how they look or what their sexual orientation is or what they went through or whatever yeah, it might be. I'm, I'm lucky that I have a mom that uh, is like that too. Like she always had, you know, that impounded in us because my dad, unfortunately, he's like racist but it, it was a lot but, worse but before how, like, how, how old is he my dad is uh about 70 okay so that that's the thing it, it was with the older generations but we're, we're starting obviously to see with our younger generations that we're starting to break that 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 you know horrible curse because and this is not I, this I is not this is not an excuse this is not an excuse but obviously older generations and not every single person that's old but you know just because of how they grew up you know everything was so much different and the, some of them have a hard time accepting the fact that life is different now and that's not an excuse but um they're just del- yeah, they're, they're, they're just delusional Bernie Sanders was down with the Black Panthers, all, so I'm just all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm down. I'm down with the Black Panthers, but th- th- there's also this extreme radical movement of like Black Panthers that are like uh, going after like people that have never done anything to them, or like like like. Yeah, I'm all I, I I'm mean, all for I'm all for the Black Power movement and everything, like all that, like yes, like definitely, but it it, it was like getting like like kind of dangerous like and they they were targeting people that not all but there's some people were getting targeted for no reason like innocent right. people i mean there i mean there's uh you know radical movements and everything that that has that much passion behind it you yeah. know what i mean like and, i talk about all the time with the radical the the, the new modern day radical uh feminism you know it, uh, it's a big yeah. problem I, and, I, and i know i'm I, not a feminist yeah. I'm not a feminist. I mean, I, I, I am a feminist to a certain degree. Here's the thing. You have to understand people are not, especially women and especially women in this country and in my generation, they don't, a lot of them are not understanding the difference between being a feminist and this whole new radical extreme modern day feminism and people are not going to understand i'm all for equality i think everybody should be treated equally no matter what race sex whoever you identify as everybody should be you know treated equality and the fact that we even have this fucking discussion in 2023 is fucking sad that we still have to have a fucking conversation about equality in 2023 we still got to have a fucking conversation about in America, people, uh, in America, about people yeah. treating each other with equality. How fucking sad is that? Uh, that's why I say, you know, I, I, I hate, you know, living in this world sometimes. It's just like there's no way out, you know, because as much feminism as there wants to be, I, even though when feminism started, it was way different. And the people who originated it definitely wouldn't want it to be what it is today, I don't think. But that doesn't make it okay to, you know, to be, you know, like Donald Trump, you know, grabbing by the pussy. Like that's never okay, obviously. Yeah. But, and I can just speak from my personal experiences and and just me just doing a lot of research and also just, just being, you know, intellectual, you know, 
what I see is it's it's diluting, it's making younger women and women my generation um, very delusional on, and it's affecting men and men are not men are not putting up with this anymore. And like I've been saying on my podcast a lot, that we're gonna see that I guarantee you a hundred percent. We're gonna look back and be like, damn, JT was right. In the next five to ten years, and, and, and even a, after that, we're going to see a significant increase of guys like me, you know, guys, guys in uh, in America, especially high value men uh, more. But just even the everyday Joe, they're going to travel abroad to different countries to find a partner or a wife, because it, it's it's getting to that point where it's. It's so delusional. I mean, I don't have any faith in. Uh, honestly, I don't. I don't want to feel like I don't want to be rude because if my niece ever watches this, but I don't have any faith in, in her generation, and she's like sixteen. Maybe I don't know. Maybe, daughters, maybe, yeah. maybe and and not and, and not all women. Not all women are like this. I don't. I do not want to generalize all women because there are women that are, you know. No, but uh, yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean because, like, I'm 29, and the 22-year-olds right now, like, the 22 to 25-year-olds. Even, 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 even our age, or some, I, the I women. Mean, yeah, are... no, I, I don't want to say that about the people that I know, except for, you know what? Fuck it. I really will. Because I have, I have always just wanted just one baby dad. And people think that it's okay to have like six or seven, and it's it's, it's disgusting. It's, it's disgusting. Not. It's di- first of all, from my point of view, and I can speak for most men, it's disgusting, and we de- we de- we automatically devalue you. I think that women should be able to have sex whenever they. Of want, course, yeah, with whoever yeah. they want. Yes, but, but don't just know. But but also That's just know the repercussions by doing. If you if you're gonna go around and sleep or sleep around. Just know the repercussions when it's time for you to get out of that whole phase and you want to settle down with a man and you're, you know, now you're lonely and have 10 cats because, you, you know, you want, you, you know, you, you, you fuck 200 guys during your whole phase and now you want to settle down and then you can't find the guy that, you know, will actually treat you right because he reached out to you 10, 15 years ago or whatever it might be and, and you, you ignored him. Oh, faithful. Yeah, it's just we're we're gonna see we're gonna see this, and and it's really it's really sad. There's always a back burner dude. All the girls I know have a back burner dude, and it that's just how it is. And I I just don't think it's I don't know I don't want to be like that, and I don't want to raise my daughter like that. Like I want to have hope for like the little girls right now that are like around the age of four. Like maybe we can change the world enough in ten years, so when they're fourteen. They don't have to be the same way that the 14-year-olds are today. I, I don't respect any mother that lets their daughters dress like that because I don't give a fuck. If, if men shouldn't look, they fucking do. And so do pedophiles and so do rapists. And so if you let your 14-year-old daughter go out like that, I think you're stupid. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I know what I do at younger than 14. So. Yeah. But the sad, the sad truth is... The, and, and we, 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 we're not going to be able to make that big of a difference in 10 years. Uh, it, it, it's gotten to the point, unfortunately, where it's going to take a long time to reverse this if, if it even gets done. Well, I know that my daughter is going to be homeschooled and she is homeschooled already. But with modern technology, 
she can still be influenced and things can still happen. Oh, of even... course, just once she starts on, on social media. Yeah, it's it's really scary, but she is going to be highly monitored. Like, I have a huge family, and all of them, you know, are on social media, but not no, not all of them are, but they monitor their kids. Like, mm. my family, they, they don't just let them do whatever, and that's down to, you know, my my little niece who's two like she's monitoring what she watches i know two-year-olds that can watch whatever they want whenever they want and just scroll through because two-year-olds know how to do that now you know they can scroll through they can they can change you know videos and and even uh decline phone calls i know my friend's kid does that all the time wow yeah i I i'm definitely gonna monitor you know my children's social media accounts well maybe if you wait like five ten years to have a kid by the time they're 14. i I mean i i I would like i would like to have a kid sooner than that well me personally like how soon that sounds like something that you got to find a girl first unless you're just trying to like adopt no, I, I I would like to adopt when I when I become successful and adopt a lot of children that ha- don't have the opportunity to have a, a family. I, I would love to do that, but I mean, like Madonna. Yeah, but she. But the, the thing with her is she gets a lot of shit, and she, you know, if you see what what what, what are all of her children? They're all black. They're all black, and and she yeah. she uses them. In, in videos, and, and there's a little culture culture appropriation going on there, and that's not okay. So it, ma- it makes you think. It makes you think. Why are you doing? Are you really adopting these kids for the right reason, or are you doing this to make yourself look good? And that's a little fucking. Madonna scary. can do no wrong. The Madeline Haley Marquez will never say one bad thing about Madonna. Oh, Madonna! I I, 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 I love Madonna. I mean, "Living on a Prayer" is my fucking favorite song. But uh, is that the is that the name of it? What was that? What what what's your biggest song? Um, I mean, like a virgin. Like obviously. a virgin. But have you? But I I was like I said like a prayer. Uh, I think it is like a like a virgin. Um, did so that's that's my favorite song by her. But I was here's here's the fucking crazy thing, and I need you to look up the lyrics. I did not know until like a couple of weeks ago what the song is really about, and it's about her literally giving. Like a virgin, it's about her. If you if you look at the lyrics and really okay. analyze it, she's basically saying, "I'm I'm about to give you head." Wait, what? Yeah, I- <laughs> yeah. I I was like, I, I I I was like, what? Like that? If you if you really listen, to, if you look at the lyrics, just go to genius.com, type in Madonna. I'm already looking at them. I'm trying to find like what what makes you think that. That that is what she's talking about. Did you read that? Like she did she ever oh, just, say that? Just read out the lyrics. Okay, I made it through the wilderness. Somehow mm-hmm. I made it through. Didn't know how I lo- how lost I was until I found you. I was beat incomplete. I'd been had. I was sad and blue, but you made me feel. Yeah, you made me feel shiny and new, like a virgin touched for the very first time. I still don't see it. What is it? Like keep going. You go like a virgin when your when your heart beats next to mine. Gonna give you all my love, boy. My fear is fading fast. Been saving it all for you, cause only love can last. 
you're so fine, you're mine, make me strong, yeah, you make me bold, oh, your love fall that way, okay, I mean, okay, I see, yeah, your love fall, okay, I think I see it, I, I see exactly what you mean now, is, is that's kind of is, is, is there a next verse? Is it... <laughs> what's what, what's the, what's what's the what's like the chorus? What's the chorus and the hook uh, ver, uh, lyrics verbatim? That was it. Like that after that, it was just, it just repeats itself. I'm not I'm not seeing it. And, so, and unless you're talking about oh your love thawed out, yeah your love thawed out. What was scared and cold like a virgin that you know then it goes through the touch for the very first time course again. And she, she's definitely talking about giving head. Oh my God! Like so, thawed so out. Does that mean like he got like you know, <laughs> like? Oh my God! Yep. Oh Madonna. And I, you know, I heard this song, you know, you know, when I was very young, and I, I've always liked it, and like, I, I, I still listen to it, but like now when I listen to it, I'm like, 1984. Change, yeah, isn't that crazy? It came out ten years before I was fucking born. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I don't know. I love Madonna, and like I was just watching—I can't remember his name—a comedian. I can't remember his name, but he was talking about Michael Jackson. And what does the comedian like, look like? I—I—I I talked to you about him like the other day. Andrew Schultz. Like, yeah, I think so. And shout I shout out I just, to Andrew. Oh my God, it was so funny. Like when he was talking about Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. and he was like, he was like, yeah, I mean, like, all right, but. <laughs> he's the he's the, the the skinny the skinny white comedian with uh sh- like kind of short medium hair Jewish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I, we talked about, is he from New Jersey or New yeah, York? Yeah, he, yeah, Andrew Schultz. He's he's very talented. Yeah. He's very talented. That's so funny. It'll be cool. I see, I'm the worst, it'll I'm be the worst it'll be it'll, it'll be so cool to meet him because that's another person I forgot to mention that I discovered him like a a year before he even got his MTV show or or blew up. On top of Pete, Pete Davidson. I feel like I would want to, like, hang out with him, but only for, like, a little while because I'm afraid he'd make fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's that comedians, that, that's what they do. I know. <laughs> nah, I, I, I could take the criticism. But if it's by him, I think I would want it just so I could, like, post it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but definitely. He, he's so great. He's It's so funny how he laughs at himself. I love when comedians do that. Mm. They just laugh at themselves. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, a lot of comedians, I mean, that's just who they are. They're, you know. Um, My brother um, used to actually do, you know, stand-up comedy uh, in New Orleans and California, I'm pretty sure. He might have done it in Philadelphia, too. But he is more of like a, a, a chef and mechanic. But he he's actually, like, uh, crossed paths with... With Kevin Hart, actually, um, leaving a restaurant that he worked at, like, was a chef at. Um, was, this, was this before Kevin Hart got big? It, yeah, it was like, I mean, no, he was definitely big. Wait, no, How, was like, he big, what, what, like, 10 what, years ago? Yeah. Like, really yeah, big? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, he, he, he was big, but he was not as big as he is now. I think it would be about 10, you know, 12 years ago that he did that when he was living out in in new orleans uh it was it was pretty cool i think it might have been i don't know whose restaurant it is I, i'm the worst at remembering stuff and i have such great stories <laughs> it's all good <laughs> happens to the best of us yeah I, he told me he was like walking past them 
and he never like really talked to him. He was just like, he was like, just what's up, Kev? And he said, Kevin Hart answered by going, what's up, man? And they just kept walking. And that, that was the interaction. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, but like, it's still awesome. I, I, I don't know how he didn't like stop and like ask for a picture. He just was like, what's up, Kev? That's it. I mean, I don't I know. Mean, to be honest, uh, if a lot of a lot of celebrities, they don't like we, we, we just seen this thing with I don't know if you've seen uh, with Bad Bunny with the phone. No, so, bas- so basically he's getting a lot of backlash because he was walking down the street and this woman. Yes, I know she's a fan. And but she went she went too far she, she, she went she, she went too far she literally she literally ran up to him and had her phone literally in his li- literally in his face on his face so he grabbed it oh, and he threw it like in the water and oh, no. and, and <laughs> like that is some shit i probably if i was not in a good mood i probably would do but you have to understand that these people are humans too and you know a lot of cele- I, I watch a lot of you know interviews, so I I I, I watch a lot of in- a lot of interviews. Like I probably watched. I'm not even exaggerating. Maybe through I mean throughout my life, probably like five thousand interviews. But I mean even within the last two years, I mean I probably have watched about like twenty five hundred full interviews. So I see what like celebrities like talk about and what they don't like. And a lot of celebrities say like. They, they would much rather they would much rather have a conversation with you or just be, say like hey what's going on than than having a picture taken right because yeah. they, they want to be they they, they want to be sometimes treated just like because they don't a feel like person. a person because because like because they become so successful and they're in their own bubble like we talked about where everyone's a yes man and everyone you know is on their dick and, you know, some, sometimes, you know, people just want to be treated like that. And then I, I know for me personally, when I become super successful, especially just, you know, idolizing certain actors and broadcasters and, and all these musicians or whatever it might be, you know, you see, um, you, you, know, you know, how they always say, you know, sometimes it's not always good to meet your idols and, and things like that. Yes. I mean, that, yes. that's that's happened to me. I mean, and I'm going to I'll say it right now, like. Um, there, there was a, an artist that I'm very, ta- I'm very talented, uh, very talented, Bryce Vine. I don't know if you know who that is, but he had a song with YG. He had that, yeah. he had that Drew Barrymore, Drew Barrymore song. Um, I discovered him like when he had the Sour Patch Kids song, like years before he had any real mainstream success. So we, we you know, we reached out, you know, he was cool at first, but then he started being a dick. Um, then he just like blew me off and then, and then I, I responded back saying like, bro, like, like you need to let, you need to drop that. I said, you need to drop that fucking ego of yours because you're so fucking talented, but nobody knows who the fuck you are. Like I went off on this dude and like, cause he, and it, it was like, it was, it was like, damn, like I, I like bought your music and was a fan and like, you're an asshole. The same thing happened with Mattis Yahoo that remember that song one day. One day, uh, I'm gonna have to look that one up. You said Madison. Madison Yahoo. One day, it, it, it was a it's a it's a very good song, and, it, and it's his only biggest song that he ever had in his career. Is he a rapper? Huh? He's not a rapper. He's like a rap. Uh, he's like a reggae artist, rapper, singer. He's very talented. Hmm. And I, no, I, I and I've been a fan ever since '08, and I finally got in touch with them. 
and he was a fucking dick. His management was a dick, and they ended up blocking me on Instagram on all of my accounts. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's crazy. So I, it, I, I I don't understand. And, and these and these are, and these people are not like I, I'm. I was a fan of, but I didn't like. They're not like my biggest idols. So I can only imagine what it's going to be like when I do meet these. You know, some people, and I hope that you know the interactions go good. But I know that there will be some experience to be like, damn, I like looked up to you and you're a fucking asshole. So I, I always know, and I, and I know what it's like to be on the, the other side of you know, not being famous or successful and, and idolizing people. So, you know, the fact when I do have a lot more fans and people, you know, when I'm walking down the street, I'm going to sign as many, you know, I, I, I might not be able to sign 300 autographs for every single person, but I'll make the best effort to, you know, sign as many, take pictures, selfies, talk to people, you know, I'm never going to, you know, degrade other people because I'm right. more successful or rich or whatever you want to call it. You know, I, I was always raised to treat the janitor with the same respect that you treat a CEO. And exactly. that I'll always remember that. And I'll never forget where I came from, even when I make it really fucking big and become very successful. You know, I, I, I'll never forget where I came from. And it's so sad that we see this with a lot of athletes, you know, that, that come from like, you know, the hood, the, ba the bad areas, they make it and they just forget where they come from. And good examples like Aaron Hernandez, you know, he fucking made it, was so talented, but he like still wanted to kill people. It's like, bro, you fucking made it in the NFL. Like, why are you doing this? Like, bro, like, what are you doing? Like, you're, you're, you're. You're like, and we see this with actors and musicians. It's like they they forget. It's like they forget where they come, where they came from, and what it was like to not be who they are now. And it, and I'll never be like that. You know, that's why I really aspire Keanu Reeves because he's one of the most humble, genuine actors of all time. You know, I don't know if you know this, but he um, literally, literally is like the nicest actor to fans and, and everything like that. You know, he has donated, he donated 75 plus million dollars out of his own money from the Matrix to give to like the the staff, like makeup artists, the designers, things like that. Oh, wow. No actors don't do that shit. I he, guess he thought that they were underpaid and he just wanted to give yeah, them more money. Well, that, that's one wow, thing. And there's, that's, there's another story about, so there's, a, there's another, yeah, and I, I'm, I'm going to do shit like that. And there's another story like right when like the first Matrix, he overheard like a makeup artist crying, saying that they're going to like lose their house because they, they owe like 20 grand. So he like literally like left the set, went to the ATM and brought her a check for like 50K. Wow. I didn't even know ATMs could pull that out. <laughs> uh, not the ATM, <laughs> but he, bank, you know, you know what I mean? No, I yeah. Know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think uh, my ATM. I think I the, my my max is I think only fifteen hundred. Yeah, I don't even know. Oh my gosh! Fucking crazy, man. But uh, yeah, this. I, um, I still can't believe that that uh, you're doing all these things today. Like you know, we were talking about earlier how you you know work for like eighteen hours a day, and uh, I was watching you know, Facebook reels and then a reel popped up saying like professional mode on, on, you know, Instagram, social media and stuff like that is a full-time job. And it really is. So I don't know how people do well, this it. This is more than a full-time job. I'm working, job. I'm working three jobs. More, like David more than doesn't that. do social media like I do. He would like pop in, you know what I mean? Be mm -hmm. in a video for like something that, that he needs to do. But I don't, I don't know if he, if, 
I don't know how people can work a full-time job like that because he works, you know, 18 hours. Sometimes he'll be, he'll be working for like 15 hours, but then with the drive there and back, that's like being gone from the house for like almost, you know, 16, 17 hours a day. And after that, he's, he's dead. So I don't know how anyone would do it. He he KO, he he fucking KOs like crazy when he gets home. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's like, you can't even, if you try to wake up, (laughs) what's the noise you do when I try to wake you up? It's like, (laughs) <laughs> do it no. do, I, want, I want to hear this David the world needs to hear it I'm like I don't even know it's like a moaning it's just like uh, like like uh. Uh, uh, another day <laughs> fuck me yeah no it's horrible it's oh horrible. shit that's fucking when he was funny. working night shifts that was even worse but you know life is life is gonna turn around and I know that one of these days my social media and being so vulnerable on here is gonna make me Make it so I can pay him a salary and, and he doesn't have to, you know, drive a truck anymore. I know that's going to happen. I can already feel it. I asked him oh, earlier, yeah. I said, how much do you, how much should I pay you for when I, when I put you on my payroll? <laughs> and he said, unlimited. <laughs> Sorry, I'll give you a black card. Exactly. It's all, all going to work out. Any, you know, I've never seen anybody bust that out ever. I did. I have. I have. I've ne- I, maybe and I'm maybe, and I'm and I'm and I'm, and I'm, and I'm not gonna lie. I was I was flabbergasted. I was speechless. I was like, damn. Okay. I, I was like, about, I was like, okay. I, I was like, okay, bro. Crazy. All right, I see you. I see you, dude. I see you. I, I, it, it might be. It might be. It might be your dad's, but you might be just an author on, on a fucking authorized account. But uh, still, okay. uh, I, I see you. I see you. Oh shit! I can't wait to if have, you have that. a black card. You're you're literally official, like in a lot of places. Oh, it's so hard to get one. You're very official. You have that. You need to have you need to have a certain net worth and a certain uh, amount of income coming in to be able to even uh, qualify for it. Literally, literally, you have to be in the one percent. Yeah. Like Jeff Bezos. Well, yeah, I mean, ah, he, yeah he's had a, he's had a black card for 20, like 15, 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, that's fucking crazy. But uh, yeah, we got the American Authors interview um, airing today. And we have we'll have a new episode tomorrow, which is going to be much longer than today's show. Um, and we're going to ha- talk a lot more about different subjects and conversations. It's going to be a lot more, you know, interesting. I know this is just kind of an introduction of season 14 and um, I was a little unprepared. There's just so much that's going on right now. But I promise you that tomorrow's show is going to be a thousand times better. And this show was really good, but th- it's, I'm just telling you, you'll see. Um, I, I think I could take partial blame. I no, no, no. It's my fault. It's my, it's my fault. It, it's my fault. <laughs> it's my fault. It's my fault. It's my show. No, yeah. you work, you're working so hard. Season 14 is going to be awesome. Yeah. It's, uh, everyone listening or watching, you know, again, thank you for, for your support. I, I really appreciate it. We, 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 all of us, we really appreciate it. You know, just the fact that you would take the time out to listen to it, watch it, whether you like like us or not. You know, thank you. I I really appreciate it. Um, I really do. Uh, it really means the world. Um, and of course, if you're interested in advertising on this podcast, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail Go to onairwithjt.com to uh, have all the access to all of my different platforms and links where you can listen or watch me or follow me. Um, yeah, uh, Maddie, where can people follow you? You can follow me on Instagram at Madeline uh, M A D A L Y N N underscore Haley, and on Facebook it's 
Madeline with just one N, and it's uh, on lazy. On, oh my gosh, I am getting tongue tied right now. On YouTube and <laughs> that's TikTok, a good, that's it's a good lazy song. Guy. You know that song? Tongue tied. It is a good song. I should cover it. <laughs> you should. I was just listening. I, I was just listening to my, it last uh, night. Covers on YouTube. Where, where can they find that? What's what's the uh, channel name? On my YouTube, it's called Lazy Eye Sixteen. Okay. I have a. I only have like one or two covers on there, but you know, it's something. Go check it out. We'll uh, we'll actually play we'll play a clip or something uh, on tomorrow's show so you guys can see. Um, yeah, anything you want to say before we go? Oh, that would be awesome. Uh, you can also follow David where? Uh, on Instagram at uh, unruly. unruly blah, 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 blah. Bro, change that fucking <laughs> shit. Change it. Change I'm it. Change I it I fucking promise, irks I the promise. shit out of me. It grinds my gears. David Chen on Facebook. Yep. <laughs> Spelled how it sounds. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening or watching. And uh, yeah, I, uh, season 14 is here officially. And episode two is going to be fucking crazy tomorrow. I mean, also, we got that exclusive interview with lead singer Zach Barnett of American Authors airing today. You're listening to On Air with JT. Get high. And have a great day the motherfucking JT way. Yizzer, bitch. You are listening to On Air with JT. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com. You are listening to On Air with JT.